0: If you're lucky, you listen to them talk. They're on their way up and they can't stop. For all things great iron and hard talk, it's Kevlu and since the Sandbox.
1: Since the Sandbox fans, it's almost that time. It's almost the NFL season. We're creeping on to July. The end of July is going to bring our fantasy content. August is going to be a splurge of all things NFL. But right now, we're going to be giving you guys our top offenses in the NFL. So, you know, year to year, this is something that kind of stays consistent mostly because offenses are controlled by the quarterback, but I will say I wouldn't be surprised if there are some surprises on this list. I'm going to go and I'm going to give a surprise first just to kind of go away from from the norms cuz I'm I'm sure that that's going to be said at some point. I'm actually going to say that even though I don't think the Cowboys have a great year, I think the offense picked up right where it left off. And I think Dak last year could have arguably had an MVP season if he stayed healthy. I mean, dude was slinging it for over 300 a game, and he really don't even have that touch like that. And he has, like, a really big build. So kudos to him, uh, really controlling that offense and taking over. I was hearing a conversation a a couple weeks ago, and Tony Romo's number got given away. I'm pretty sure to Jalen Smith. And somebody was saying, oh, Tony Romo's number can't get given away. And I was just like, why? Why well, yeah, can't Tony Romo's can, number get given Tony away? Romo. Like, I respect him. I like him. I like him a lot as a commentator. I got to be honest. But what did he do as a cowboy that's like, you can't wear that jersey? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I think Dak is going to achieve more than than whatever Tony Romo did as a cowboy, to be honest. I really like Romo, too. But I just think, you know... I I continuously talk about C.D. Lamb. I wish he was a giant. I really yeah. do. He's a stud. Not big on Amari Cooper, but I think Zeke's definitely back. I mean, hopefully the Cowboys can build some line around Zach Martin.
2: Yeah, honestly, Stephen, it's like if if I don't know if this is true or not, but like if the Rams haven't like retired Kurt Warner's jersey, like how how the hell can you be like you can't yeah. wear a Tony Romo? Like right? what what is that? Like that doesn't. That's like the Titans being like, yeah, Tannehill can't wear Jake Locker's jersey. Right. <laughs> All right, so I'm gonna run through my list really quick. I don't have an order. I, I, I find it tough to do orders like beforehand, before the season. It, it's really tough. So I'm going to start it off. Kansas City is going to be one. I mean, it's Patrick Mahomes. It's Travis Kelsey. It's Tyree Kill. It's yeah. Clyde Edwards-Hilaire if you want to throw him in there too, I guess. <laughs> but two, I have Tampa. I think the tight ends take a big drop off with Gronk getting hurt before week 10. That's one of my bold predictions. Not very bold, but, you know. Then I have Green Bay at three. I just think if Rodgers is going to play, he's going to put on all the numbers he can just to kind of show, like, hey, like, pay me. Like, F you, pay me. Like, that's just going to be it. Four, I have Baltimore. I think, like Steve said earlier, with the running attack and Lamar just doing what he does and getting better every season on the verge of an extension, too. So I I think that's going to be a great offense. Then five, I have Tennessee. I just think you have the best running back in the game. You have a solid quarterback who doesn't turn the ball over. And now you have Julio... And A.J. Brown. So it's like, how aren't they a top-five offense in the AFC, I- at least? All right, I'll run through my
0: list, too, since we want to do list style. A little over here changing the uh, the outline. Kid, I'm a list guy. I, I list know, everything. A lot of the teams have been said already anyway, so obviously we got the Chiefs and the Bucks. You don't make a grocery list? I <laughs> think we can all agree on that. Steve, you touched upon the Cowboys, who I actually think if— can stay healthy will be a top five de- uh, offense the entire oh, season I'm in the entire NFL. Defense. No, 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 to no. Not, I would have threw up. <laughs> it's not opposite um, day. You touched touch the Titans again, one of my teams. Oh, I touched them. And then my last two, obviously, if Aaron Rodgers plays, I think the Packers will be right up there as one of the best offenses again. And uh, a team that I think is not sneaky but is still going to be a very good offense, probably top seven or eight in the NFL the entire season, is the Cardinals. I like the. Average. Yeah. I think adding James Conner as your second RB two gives you running back depth. He's one of those guys that we talked about on the last episode. Like he's a wide receiver that could have one or two touches a game and make an impact. Yeah. He has like yeah. Classic AJ Green.
2: But no Buffalo for Kev is very surprising. No Buffalo. For Kev. Wow. I that didn't is, think about that. Until I think now.
1: Buffalo will be
0: one of the top three best balanced teams as far as both ends of the ball and special teams. But I wouldn't necessarily say they're like a top three or four team in either offense or defense. I like really I can't say that.
1: Wow. Yeah. I'm honestly surprised at you for saying that because I would assume that with the high expectations and thoughts you have of Josh Allen that you would really um say otherwise and if
0: if they had any sort of running game I would have put him in there. Yeah. But it's just true. they have legit a worse running game than Madison Park High School.
1: <laughs> Zach Moss true. is good. But I wanna I wanna talk about some of the, the teams that, that you guys talked about, the obvious ones, you know, the Kansas City, the Ravens and Buffalo. But a team that you guys didn't talk about, and I'm surprised. I thought somebody was going to mention it. I really, really think that Justin Herbert can lead the Chargers to be right around the top five offense. Yep. And a lot of that comes down to Keenan Allen staying healthy, a successful coaching change into Brandon Staley, you know. Because we saw at the end of last year, there were a lot of games that the Chargers really should have been in that Anthony Lynn kind of out. Coach them to a loss, you know Mm -hmm. what I'm saying? So, um, that was a little weird to me. I'm a big fan of Austin Eckler. I think the kid's a stud. He can run in between the tackles, not afraid to get hit, but he'll make you miss, too. So, um, really interesting there. I didn't give a, a ranking or an order for these guys either, but this is what I have for my top five offenses. I wouldn't be surprised, though, if we see a team, you know, that that we're not expecting. Maybe Minnesota picks up from where they yep. were last year. Cincinnati, that would be an awesome one. I would love to say that Giants, but, like, just got to see what the offensive line, you know. Atlanta I mean? is a so, sneaky one for yeah, offense. absolutely. Atlanta right there, but we'll see what happens. Guys, that's going to wrap things up for our top offenses around the NFL. Let us know what you guys think, and if there's any sleeper offenses that we left out, you guys can go to censorsandbox.net to rock and merch and leave us a five-star review. Make sure you guys go to YouTube, hit that like button, subscribe, put that notification bell on, and you guys know the deal. Five stars or we don't want it. See you later.